0: the Curated Conversations podcast. I am your host, Melo, the Divine Coach. And while you're here, we'll be discussing all things, spiritual awareness, chakra alignment, manifestations, as well as healing ideals no longer in alignment with self. We'll be identifying the what and sharing experiences and knowledge so that we can all move forward on our journeys with less suffering and resistance and more clarity and acceptance. This is especially for you if you identify as a healer, intuitive. Path, Mystic, Creative, and all things in between. I myself am a certified spiritual life coach and practitioner of tarot, as well as an intuitive channel. I created this space for all like-minded souls so that we can learn from the best. What's good? D? You're tuned in to another episode of Curated Conversations. I am your host with the most, Mellow the Divine Coach, and we're back. And not only are we back, I'm tuned in with my friend and reoccurring guest on the show that's going to help me really get into the nitty-gritty of certain topics and discussions. I know her as Vanessa. Vanessa, say hey. 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 What's good? What's good? So, off the jump, um, I'm going to just tell them, you're an Aquarius. I feel like people need to know that, off the jump, because, I mean, it's a vibe. And then... um, what do you, is there anything you want people to know about you just off the jump? Um,
1: off the jump, um, not really because I'm basically redefining who I am, so yes. the things I want new, I don't want people to know, I want them to know me fresh and new.
0: All okay. right, I actually like that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, um, I actually, had the, the whole reason this conversation came about was because. You were starting a new, you know, your new journey with this new church um, in Houston, and it kind of leads you down this this different uh, spectrum of emotions and perspectives, and you know, ideas that were different from what you were taught. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. So. I want to do We both wanted to do this because we thought it was important to break down some of the barriers and break down some of the notions about spirituality and religion. That some of them are may, may be true, and then some of them are just completely false. Um, so I feel like we should start with religion and work our way up to spirituality if that's cool. And I'm gonna let you lead this part of it because you know you're in the church as of now. So, from what you from what it was like when you were a child versus your journey with god now in the church what is the main key differences
1: the main key differences i would say my takeaway points (laughs) Mm -hmm. if i could go back i would i would just take the whole word religion away um because i feel like that's a practice (laughs) yeah it's like um somewhere somebody said hey god is a religion and it's not about the relationship anymore Mm -hmm. The church got lost as a whole in a lot of things that the church huh. should be teaching. They tell you that it's wrong. Mm-hmm. Like I remember when um, God is supposed to be a vibe. Like God, yeah. Supposed- oh, I like yeah. It. I yeah, I like that. i y'all sorry, I like that. You know, he's supposed to be like your confidant, your friend. But I remember as a child, like when I would listen to worship music, or if I would listen to music, period, I would snap. And my mom mm-hmm. would tell me, "Don't snap to guys' music. This ain't no club. This ain't no party." And now I go to church, and they got guitars, they got drums, mm-hmm. people up in there jumping, dancing, and I'm like, it's the When I was a kid, I couldn't even snap to music, so it's right. like it's a it's a big you know it's a big barrier as far as it you know what you can do in the church, what you can't do, what you're not supposed to do. But at the end of the day, God is a vibe.
0: <laughs> I know I loved it. Because yeah, in reality, the vibe. <laughs> that's the thing people miss. It's like they're so. I mean, a lot of people, you know, there's, we're so quick to put, and I think a lot of people do this so they can understand things better. If you understand things, let's box it up so that we can, you know, get to the the core of it faster versus really taking your time and picking it apart to really understand it. And to me, it's really simple. Like you said, God is a vibe. I, I this, That might be the title of the show, God is a vibe, is because it. <laughs> it's a relationship. It's like, it's not, a, it's not completely made of constructs and it's not completely It's not completely free of constructs. You know what I mean? It's like Mm -hmm. finding that happy medium in between knowing. Because like me growing up, I never actually related to religion. Even though I I chose to go to church myself, like I chose to start going to church with my friend. It was more so because I was going with my friend. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And along the way, I just learned about it and decided myself to get baptized. But never really felt like any meaning behind it. Like you know what I mean? Like I feel like I should, but it's like no one was teaching us like the real meaning of getting being, yeah. been baptized twice, baby. I've been baptized twice you know what I'm <laughs> saying? It was like just going through the motions. It was like, but nobody was like saying like, are you praying? Like teaching you how to pray or like really get to the get into like the relationship of who mm-hmm. who you're doing this for versus just like okay well the Bible says this. So this is what you're supposed to do if you want to be saved. That's how I was and just credit to you. I do think, like, religion in itself has evolved a lot more because I think, like, for our parents and their parents' parents, like, back in the day, like, they're snapping and, and like, having rhythm with God and just having, like, more of a – it will not it'll have to be so serious. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, having more of, like, a free spirit with him and it's, like, like it's a vibe. I, just, you know, it, you are. I can
1: yeah. see why a lot of people turn away from the church now, like, in the stage I'm in with my – faith and looking back on it mm-hmm. i can see why a lot of people come to church and they'd be like oh this isn't for me because it's more so like in my church now it's literally come as you are you want to come in flip-flops sandals i love routines, it. come
0: but i love it
1: growing up it was put on your stockings put on your slip put on your skirt uh even if we went on wednesday and it wasn't you know official church it was still is in the church building you cannot be in the church building as a baptist in everyday wear. So it was like, now that I look back on that and I see it now. So if I wear a pair of pants when I get to heaven, is God going to say, oh, you got on pants so you can't come up in here. So it's Mm -hmm. just like, but in the Bible, it says, come as you are. So why do I have to come in a skirt? Why do I got to come in a three-piece suit?
0: Why do I got to come in right. dress you? And my thing is, even if you're not telling me exactly to come in it, why am I being judged if I'm mm-hmm. if I if I'm not able to or if I choose not to? You know? Okay, so we know there's... Okay, let's just go. Let's just name out <clears throat> some of the negative um, <clears throat> ideas or perspectives when it comes to religion. We already named a few, and then we're going to name some of the positive ones. Um we know it can be messy. It can be, mm-hmm. you know, there's some, there's always a couple of rotten apples in the tree. Um, and I know you have a story that you might want to talk about in regards to your experience with a little bit of that. Um, what other thing? What from your perspective? What what other things have you seen that you made you stray away, or will make you want to stray away from the church?
1: Um, that while people are in the church, they're holier than thou. And when they're outside of the church they they just have regular lives right. but when you run into me or like when they see me they be like oh okay you go to my church now you want to switch it's like no yeah. be that same person that you was you know
0: mm-hmm. they gotta put on their face got they church yeah, face. They gotta
1: put. oh i didn't know you was gonna be here no do what you was gonna do you like, know you know, they gotta have two two different personalities but when they see you do it they want to call you out on yours but it's just like you supposed to be the pastor of the church and I just saw you as so-and-so, but cause I did it, I'm in the wrong. Cause you mm-hmm. know, you got a church behind you. So it's just like, it's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of underlying stuff that people just, they don't talk about because you know, it's the church and they don't want that attached to the church and they don't want, oh, don't come. Cause it's about numbers. They, they want more people to come to their church. So they don't want to have bad reviews, but it's like, mm-hmm. you need to be That's real. Correct. yeah Yeah, you need to be real there's more people in the church that's going through something that you're going through and you would never know because the church has an appearance like everybody is just saints they ain't never had no past they ain't never walked through nothing god just dropped us down and was like you gonna be a pastor all your sins is forgiven they don't tell like okay i had this many kids i did this i slept around they just ain't never did nothing in their life so it's like you can't lead the next person who's going through that if you holier than
0: thou and ain't never right done. and just off the real so everybody knows i'm not just speaking predominantly to churches i'm speaking to all organized religions in general um but okay so in regards to your experiences because I'm, I'm gonna say this i'm gonna say just from my experiences i haven't been in a whole lot of churches in my younger days i did visit a few i was with, with my friends and i was forced to go to one but other than that in my adult life, this is why I think it's so crazy. This is why the term God is a vibe to me is so important. Because I'll never forget when I was in Dallas and I went to this church. And this dude this dude who I was messing with at the time had invited me, which was, you know, it was funny. But I was like, I'm going to go because, I mean, hey, I was actually helping him stay on me. It was a long story, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, um, I ended up going to his church. He played in the band, right? So... I remember going to the church and I was just like I'm just see what it's about. I'm open because I'm an open-minded person. I'm open to to spirit showing up in whatever way he shows up. Man, when I tell you, I went to the church and it wasn't many people. It was about literally a handful of people. It was in Oak Cliff actually. Because um, I tried to, I tried to get a one of our mutual friends to go with us at a certain point, but um, I went and they did, the whole the whole service was these three ladies singing. They didn't do any preaching. The pastor was up there. He didn't do any preaching. It wasn't any communion. It was literally these three women singing. And when I tell you, I've never felt the spirit that strong in the house of God. Like it was, I was literally, I never like visibly stood up and cried in church, like to the point where I didn't even care. Like it was like, oh, the Holy Spirit was there. I was just there. I, I cried through the whole service. And that's when I realized like, it's not about really... Religion, it's a, you know, <laughs> I mean, because literally the, pre- the preacher was just up there, like just you know, just being there. And I went out, I'm thinking this is the long praise and worship. Like, I'm waiting on him to get ready for this, for the you know, for the preach. So I'm like, okay, this is great. And it was over. And I, and it's like, it was just what I needed because it was like, when God moves, you don't have to do anything else. And that's what was mm-hmm. happening. Everybody in the church was just you could just feel it, like the spirit was there. Mm-hmm. And that was just so crazy. And, and that changed my whole perspective on church because I always thought it was just like, okay, you know. I understand there's good and there's bad. You know, there's some pastors that shouldn't be preaching. There's some pastors who are gifted and anointed and prophetic or prophetic and they have you know what I'm saying? And it's just you have to choose and discern what's 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 the home what's to you. you. Yep. Yeah, because it's really all about communion, it's about coming together with like-minded spirits and praising and worshiping. So in that experience, it, it changed. It changed my. It changed my whole perspective. So I'm not against church. I'm not against organized religion. I'm not against religion. I just think that if we brought more of ourselves into it versus following a strict pamphlet, that it more people will get more out of it. You know what I'm saying? Like way more out of it. Because some people favorite part of church is praise and worship.
1: That's what I mean. But if you think about it, God can be in the midst of anything you That's don't true. even need a church building god can be mm-hmm. right here on this podcast with us while we're talking about this it's just if your heart is into it if your faith is into it okay god i believe that you about to do something baby he can speak a word through me right now it's just right. about where your heart is it's about i mean You can listen to a song and get more out of it versus you sitting into a a whole service and waiting for the pastor to come at the end. Like, you can get more, you can get what you need just by walking into a church and the greeter speaking a word to you. And it's Mm. like, okay, I got it. (laughs) Okay, Mm. God, I heard you. (laughs) So it's just like, you have to, we have to take the religion, the Baptist, the Pentecostal, we got to forget about that. Cause at the Mm. end of the day, when we get to heaven, hopefully all y'all trying to make it to heaven. But when we get up there, God ain't going to have a book and be like, okay, was you Pentecostal? Was you Baptist? But well,
0: some you, people think he will. That's yeah. the, and I, And at the same time, i like, I want not, I always go back to divide and conquer. You know what I mean? Because in this world we live in, there's so many things to divide us. And to me, I feel like religion is just another one of those things. Because if I believe this and you believe that, then there's no way we can actually even think about having a conversation. You know, or there's no way I would want to have a conversation with you. You know what I mean? Like, if you meet an atheist, so a lot of people are just gonna be like, Oh no, I have nothing to say to that person because they don't believe in anything. Versus having a conversation with that person, you may be able to help them understand why you believe, you know what I mean, by just showing them why you believe instead of telling them this is what the Bible says. Because that's what a lot of people do, they hit you with the verses. Versus instead of telling them that, instead of actually, um, okay, let me just go back to another moment. I just had another idea, another um, moment when I was first, when I first moved to Texas and I was chilling with this dude. <laughs> <laughs> see, I, see y'all been using me with these men now he's used me I'm gonna no but for real like we were children the car i swear to you and i was just and i don't know how they got on the subject of god but i just started telling him and i wouldn't even i was just like man god is so good i was just telling him like i was just like i can't explain it. he just so good to me i had just moved there it, i was it was so much going on in my mind i was so overwhelmed with gratitude for for you know the most high and i was just in the car we just sitting in the car just chilling and i was just like man it's just like i'm just so grateful like i think i asked him to pray i think that's why i asked him i was like do you pray he was like, nah, not really. And he was no. He and he was an Aquarius. He was an Aquarius. <laughs> what? Yes, <up? laughs> yes, yes, yes. He was an Aquarius. And you know, yeah, you know how y'all can be. Y'all can be a little bit emotions on y'all in y'all back pocket, like you know, with the little scrap on there. Y'all pick pick it out when y'all want to. But I sat there and I was just like, you know, I was like, and I was just in the. I just kind of got lost in my words. And I was like, he's just so good. I can't explain it. And I was just watching him, watching me. And I remember this so vividly because. After that, um, he had played "The Truth" by NDIRE, and I and I never I, I don't think I had heard it, and I was like, oh, it was, it was cute to me, you know what I mean? Because he was really that's what he was telling me. He like you heard this song, and then like years later, I talked to him. He was like, years later, I spoke with him again. and He told me he was like the one thing he really did for me is help me closer to God by just like me visibly seeing, yeah. not even you, know, yeah. not even you telling me exactly what he did, but just me believing your belief you know what i'm saying and me and knowing how i felt in that moment when i was expressing my love for god like to know that i didn't have to even put it into words but all i had to do was give him his praise like you said wholeheartedly and just really genuinely from coming from the heart and that again changed my perspective because it's like you don't you don't it don't take it don't take much it don't take much just a willing heart and genuine being genuine you know what i'm saying so god to me god is love
1: Period. Yeah, and it's just like the people who, you know, they know the scriptures and they can throw it at you. It's because they just, for me, I can say um, we went to vacation Bible school every, like I said, every time the doors was open, we was there and we played this game. I cannot remember what the name of the game is, but it's basically them shouting out uh Bible scriptures. You hurry up and flipping it to it and whoever can find it first reads it. And so I remember yeah, I don't remember what it was called. I hated
0: the game. <laughs> <But> I <laughs> <lost>. that game.
1: <laughs> I always I lost. Always lost. I was a beast at it. Be. But I memorized all the scriptures, but if you ask me what they meant, I don't know, but baby, I can tell you where to get to. Mm-hmm.
0: You see <laughs> so what I'm it's saying? Like, that's, yeah, wow. it's just
1: like when you need the scriptures in the real world and having a bad day, you know, you can okay Psalms 46 and 10, and then it's just like boo, boo, boo. I can say it, but it's like okay, but that's what does do it I mean? feel?
0: It. Right? You know,
1: what does that mean? So it's mm-hmm. like God really doesn't move, and God. You know, isn't really with those. I'm not gonna say not with those people because he's with them, but yeah. it's like they don't really have a relationship with God the right way just because you can quote every scripture in the Bible,
0: right? Like just
1: because you sit there and memorize. I mean, I can memorize a recipe, but that don't really, you know, like that don't right. mean I really know how to
0: do it's, it. It's like- almost like they use it, they use it. And I'm not, and this is not everyone because, of course, I'm sure there's someone. So, a lot of I've, I've met some people out there who who know the scriptures and who are like truly devout their love for him but then there are some people that use that as a they overcompensate for their lack mm-hmm. of relationship and it's like because i can't tell i can't describe what he feels like but i can read these scriptures and tell you what he said or what he promised you know what i'm saying yeah. and that's cool too but like it does it does always go back to like you said that relationship, that relationship. kind of very similar to prayer when when you, you know when you pray and you just dry pray you don't necessarily walk away feeling like you may feel like I prayed, but you don't walk away feeling like God, I know I hurt me. But then you have those right. prayers where you really in your spirit, in your heart, like you really you feel like you you feel like you on a on a direct line with your, your you know your source right. because right. you didn't tapped into that that heart chakra you didn't tap into whatever emotions you needed to let him um let him let him know how you felt. And you you walk away from your prayer like it's done. You know what I'm saying? Like you feel like you gave it away. Like you actually tapped in to be able to give it away to him. And I feel like the same thing with those scriptures. When you read them from a place of true intent, Feels they have some. Mm, them. They <laughs> have so much more power versus when you just flip through the pages yeah. like, oh, oh, she, uh, she, she talks to that, talk to that man. Oh, you going, you going through a struggle. Oh, let me, let me tell you which, 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 um, which verse it is. It's like what I'm supposed to do with it. You know, like tell me, give me some experiences. Tell me. Tell me something you went through instead of you know instead of hiding out your imperfections. Tell me some of the things you went through. You know, teach me teach me through through your call. You know what I'm saying? Through, through trial and error, like those things can help me even more. And then back it up with a scripture. Like tell me, show me, or tell me what you went through, how God got you out of it, or how He navigated you through it. And then give me the scripture to go along with it, because then I have something to relate it to. You know what I'm saying? It's personal. It's not just black and white. That's how I feel. Yeah, you
1: gotta you gotta break it down. The other the other right. day in my prayer closet and we've been on a lesson at church about breaking down scriptures and getting a meaning. And it's funny because you can read a scripture. We all go through different seasons in life. Mm-hmm. And that same scripture will speak to you a different way depending on whatever season in life you're in. So I'm in a season of life where my faith is I'm not even going to say low, but it's 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 been low. So a lot of scriptures that I've been reading have been about faith. So I read the other day, Romans 15 and 13, and it just basically said, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. And so I kept reading it and kept reading it and kept reading it. And it was kind of frustrating because I was like, I don't know what that means, but it was because I was reading from a place of not trying to understand. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So then I sat down and I was like, I'm gonna ground myself. I'm gonna get into a place where I'm just really trying to hear you, God. I want you to speak. I want you to tell me exactly what this means. So then I started like, googling stuff i started breaking down the words i started you know Mm -hmm. reading from different translations and he's basically wanting to say he is god of hope he wants me to have joy and peace so that even if i'm in a trial even if i'm having a great day even if i'm you know having my world is crashing i'll have joy and peace and that'll boost my faith just that much more that he's gonna make a way like I'm not going to spiral out of control and be like, oh my gosh, I got to do this, that, that, and the other. It's like, I'm at peace knowing, okay, that might have happened, but God's got something greater for me. So it's just, like you have to basically center yourself to want to be like, God, whatever you want to say through this scripture, I want to receive it. And it's but, like, I might read this a year from now and it might speak something else to me. So it's just like,
0: but high key, isn't that the pastor job though? or you know that's but isn't that what the pastor is supposed to be doing and if you if it's a good pastor, i mean you know like um i don't know if you heard of michael todd you know because you got the book
1: yeah
0: my my, pastor michael todd that's the person who i can say he breaks it down he even breaks it down into a visual like if i was to go start you know go to a church i wouldn't mind going to his church just because he know how to take what's in the bible and relate it so personally that you're not gonna walk away thinking what the past, what was this time about? Said, I need a you, you know, you will not have, you know, if you don't have a physical representation of it, because I didn't him do like all type of physical. So where it's like in your, it's like in your brain. Mm-hmm. He's going, or he's gonna break very much so simplified to the point where even children can walk away and say, "I know what we talked about today." And so I feel like if you're, ooh, excuse me, gonna be uh, edit that out. But um, to the point where I feel like, <laughs> but no, like for real. I think that's what the pastors are supposed to be doing, or people are men and women of the pulpit. They're supposed to be breaking it down and helping everybody understand. But I've been to places where it's been completely just verbatim. Like, get, turn to this chapter, read, 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 read. read and no real depth to it you know what i'm saying i feel like if god is using you and moving through you he's going because i mean he used like you just said he could use one of us on this phone and oh you know and i've had i've been on talking to people and he's used me to break things down so it's like if he can do it through us i mean he i definitely know he should be able to do it through your ministry if that's what you're yeah. doing and i'm not and this is like i said this is not to target um mm-hmm christianity baptism any religion it's just giving my perspective on what I've, I've had good i've had good good perspectives good places in church i remember i went to a church when it was a funeral and um somebody was preaching and me and i know i never forget me and my friend. Felt, felt the spirit that whole day like it followed us you know so I, and that's because i maybe because everybody in that, in that room was filled with love for the person who had passed you know and even yeah. to the pastor so like i said where where there's love there's god that's how i feel where there's true pure love unconditional love i feel like there then you will always find god um i feel like sometimes there's a lot of things in the midst of that that um kind of muddles the waters in that connection but, um, let's kind of flip the script a little bit. What would you say are some ideas that people have about church that aren't true? That, like, you know, some people have negative ideas about church, and through your experience, you could say, No, it's not that bad, or it's, it's that's not accurate. Do you have any of those?
1: Like, negative, yeah. Um, I felt that as a um, because I'm a single mother, so I always had this thing in the back of my head that for one reason i strayed away from church because they push it so far that you're not supposed to like have children out of wedlock or whatever right and um i have three i'm not ashamed of it i have three baby daddies so i strayed away from church for a while because i always felt that when i went to church i was judged um i always felt that i was like as soon as i hit the door i always had this feeling of they know exactly what's going on they know that this person is this and what I've been through. But it's like, um, you have to find a church that, like you said, it's love there Mm -hmm. because you have to be in a place where you're so loved. It don't, I'm not, don't guys don't go out here to sleep on anybody, but if you got five baby daddies, it don't matter because we're going to love you and your five kids. So it's just Mm -hmm. like you, you have to find a place where, you're genuinely welcome. We're come
0: like, as you are. It's not just a statement. It's a mental. It's a. It's yes, a mentality. It's,
1: it's yes, and it's just like you're gonna know. You you gonna walk away from there feeling like I ain't never felt that a day in my life. Like,
0: <laughs> but you felt that, and, and honestly, through your experience, you now you can share as much as you want. But even seeing you through your experiences hurt you. right now, it, it, you know, I've not obviously. I guess I was closed off, but it was. I was like. I was just like whatever when it comes to you know what I'm saying. Somebody invited me, and it was something I wanted to do. I'll probably do it. But even through your experiences with the church you're at now, and seeing how it has it has kind of intertwined with your journey with God so much, and I was like, to me, that's amazing. You know what I'm saying? Because you you found a place that actually resonates with who you are, and it accepts you for who you are.
1: Yeah, and that's what you have to. And then also accepts me as I as I am. And when I leave out of there, it's just like you said. I don't have no questions of what did he talk about, or mm-hmm. it's like he uses real life situations from him being a kid, or in his present marriage right now, or when he went golfing. And it's just like, oh, okay. And he breaks it down. The word says this, and he puts it with a real life situation, and you walk away like, oh okay, I got that. So it's just like you can apply what he's saying to your actual life, and it's 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 just amazing because. Once you drop that religion and you get a real relationship with God, God's going to move in your life no matter, like, where you are. Like, when he says you are a new creation, when you accept him, you are a new creation. It don't matter, like, what your past look like. And my past is a past.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, without saying, yeah. but, I mean, I don't mind about sharing. And you, We can... You know, we have plenty more episodes,
0: so it'll come out. It'll be plenty of time. So, I mean, if you want to, because that was actually one of the questions I want to speak on, too, is just kind of like, um, what was, how has your journey with God or with the Most High or whoever you, you know, however you um, identify your source, how's your journey been with him thus far um, up to this point? And, uh, and what does it look like today?
1: My, so my, what it looks like today is very strong. Um, it's stronger than it was. I've been, I fully gave my life to God a year ago. So I had given my life to God before, as I said, I grew up in the church, but I just did it because it was the thing to do. Um, I actually gave my life to him and surrendered all of my past and Mm -hmm. I had, um, hurt and embarrassment and church hurt. And I just didn't really know him. I was like, you know, this person has this and that person has that. God can't do that for me. Um, but I surrendered, like, got a relationship with him. And a relationship doesn't look like what the typical people think like, mm-hmm. reading your word every five minutes, praying right. every five seconds, just a boring life. You can have a regular life. I mean, you're going to have to sacrifice some things and you're going to have to give up. Work something. on yourself. Yeah, Yeah, you can have to give up some people that, you know, are drawing you away from him. Mm -hmm. But it's just like regular life that's just what you're going to have to do once you realize that somebody or something is not for you you pull away from it so it's the same thing as God and God's going to meet you I mean God's not there he's not like the world standing over you like okay you did that again you said you wasn't going to do that right right okay you slept with so and so you said you wasn't going to do that uh-huh. he didn't like thank the world. God. <laughs> <He didn't laughs> like the world, and that's what I had to get outside of my head like because my mama was letting me know like God he sees you and that scared me. It, like, was, okay. it, it was more fear-based. And I yeah. and I think that's
0: the biggest part. That people, they want you to be afraid of him. And it's like, what? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's a dictatorship. Like, I shouldn't have to be afraid of him to be accepted by him. But, that's, think... but
1: you know, that's more of a worldly thing. Like,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's that's what it is. So, it's like, if we can take God out of the box of how the world treats us, then we can really see him moving around.
0: Mm-hmm. Like we
1: can, yeah we can really see him because it's like you know the world they gonna gossip about you and oh you know she got that many kids and by these people and it's like god like okay i gave them kids to you
0: exactly <laughs> I, I made kids, it so
1: i made it happen so it's just like you have to you have to find your own and everybody's relationship with god is gonna look different yeah. that's something else in the church they don't teach you in the church they say that all of our relationship is gonna look the same. No, baby. But <laughs> it
0: because if it doesn't, yeah. then that means you doing something wrong. And it's like not necessarily.
1: And they don't speak on that. It's like all of our relationships, because our relationships are gonna look different, because we're all walking something different in life. Like going through different things. Yeah. We're you know, we're not all on the same journey. We're not all called to do the same thing. We're not all going to the same place. Right. Not as as in a you know, not as in heaven and hell, but we're not going all to the same place, like, in this world. Right.
0: So So what works for you may not work for me, you know, or the way you communicate with him. Like, like I remember, like, when we were younger, they say, you know, you can talk to God. Like, people even used to say, you know, you can cuss. I don't, you know, I don't cuss when I pray, but, I mean, for people, what I get what people are saying is, like, it doesn't have to be so serious. Like, you know, you, you, you talk to him like you talk to yourself because he's within us. Like, we are of him. So it's like, Essentially, you're talking to yourself, you get what I'm saying, in a sense, and that's how I that's kind of more to the spirituality part of it. That's how I view it. It's more so, it's like, just like you say, um, Jesus is of God, and I'm I am of Him, I, you are of me. And so, if we're all a part of Him, we're all a part of each other, and when you had a conversation, you should be able to be comfortable and speak with Him with authenticity. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because I mean he know you anyway. He know how you talk to your homegirls, your homeboys, you know how to talk, you know how you talk to your, your kids, your co-workers, like he know how you talk to them. So why are you put on this why first you putting like, in
1: the front?
0: <laughs> yeah, you, you know, why are you put on this church face when it's time to talk to him? And it's like, and indeed, it's like even even your words and your it doesn't it doesn't come out as organically as you you looking for it to. And I am myself a victim of doing this at times where I have to tell myself like relax, like take a couple deep breaths before you even start to get into the mode of prayer and so that you can speak from your heart versus speaking from your mind, speaking from your ego. Because your ego wanna um this going on, my bill's late, or I don't know what I'm gonna do this, Complain. I'm gonna do that. Complain. Yeah, <laughs> and, you know it wanna put up pour it all over him. But if you just take your time and you breathe through it, you'll be able to articulate what you need and what's going on and it'll come out in a way that it'll surprise you. I can't tell you how many times I've prayed, I've gotten done like did I just say those things? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, because you just really let go. And that's why I think the, the main thing you said through that passage is you surrendered. You know what I'm saying? You let go of control. That means if this person isn't working out or if this person no longer serves me or this environment is no longer conducive to my, is taken away from my relationship or this substance is suppressing my, my light, whatever the case may be. If I choose to be disciplined enough to work on myself, you know what I'm saying? So that I can open myself up to becoming closer to God. Because you got to also think about it. It's a channel. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's a connection. So if it's a lot of static around you, if it's a lot of... And you see, we we slowly slide into spirituality part of the podcast. <laughs> but but if it's a lot of static, if it's a lot of... Um, just unnecessary stuff around you that's going to take away from your connection. And it's going to take away from you being able to hear him distractions. So it's like, it is important that you surrender and you let go of the things that and that, and it's hard at times. And that's why a lot of people feel so, you know, and that's why a lot of people feel, that's why people don't get to that place until they're in their late thirties or late twenties or, you know what I'm saying? That people that you take, cause it takes them so long to actually accept that certain things in their life no longer are supposed to be there, you know, and to be just obey what God is trying to do you know, in them. Or some people, I can't tell you how many people they wait until they don't have no choice. You know, I'm, I can I'm gonna say I'm, I'm a person that does that before. Is it has there ever been a situation you were in where you knew of something you needed to do, but you just could not bring yourself to do it? And, you, and it, he literally had to put you in the worst case scenario to make you change the course.
1: Baby, it's oh, it's been, it's been plenty of times, and you know what I did? I went right back. <laughs> oh, okay. So I was I was one of those people hard hit prayer, like God, if you get me out of this, I won't mm-hmm. I'm gonna be on my knees, and He did it because you know me. God, you know He He's there with us when we're in trouble, like He That's walking him. with us. He got me out, and I was like, all right, I'm going to do this for, like, two weeks, and I'm going back. But he knew that, you know? Yeah, he, like, But he wasn't like the world and slapped me on my hand like, hey, you just prayed that. He let me have my free will. Like,
0: but let you know, like, I'm here if you call me, but I also got to let you make your own mistakes.
1: Make them, and it's going to get worse and worse. I mean, mm-hmm. every time I did that, it got worse and worse until kaboom, and I was like, okay, God. I can't do this. Yeah, I can't do it no more. more. <laughs>
0: you surrender, you know, you surrender to what it was trying to, instead of, like you said, and I, I'm so happy you brought that up, free will, we also have free will, so a lot of people, I know I've met a lot of people who, they weren't as close with God, and their main, the main things they say when I ask is, like, why is they saying, I pray for this, I pray for that, this is not happening, this is not happening, this is not happening, and I'm like, it doesn't, always happen how you're supposed you know what I mean like nothing in life mm-hmm. is that simple you know so it's like just because if you don't even talk to him if you talk to him every now and then and you expect for him like, you just snap your, his fingers and give you what you ask for without you understanding how you got to the point where you need to ask for it to begin with you know what I'm saying like because something brought you to this point anyway so it's like if you haven't learned a lesson in the situation at first like why would he reward you because then you're going to take, take the reward and turn around like you said what would you going to do do it again you know what i'm saying it's gonna
1: be worse and he's gonna you know he he's gonna make it worse i can give a situation where i have i have a codependency on men and so um
0: hey, huh? i said every, man what okay me too and so, oh,
1: <laughs> every time i dated a certain type of man I have really, really high discernment. And he would show me within the first two weeks, but I would have that conversation. Like you said, it ain't you ain't got to be on your knees and hands and eyes closed. I just looked up to the sky and I was like, God, I know this is what you're trying to, you know, you deserve this. I know this is not for me, but I just need to see. So it was like I would dip my little toe up in it and I'd be so engulfed in what's happening. And I would look up and I'd be like, if I would have just listened... <laughs> I wouldn't even be going through this. Then with my last baby daddy, that was just it. Like I had did it so many times. It was just like, I sat in my room and I told God, like, you going to have to move. Like I give everything to you. I am done dealing with these certain type of men. I am done living my life like this. I'm ready to clean up shop. I'm ready to make those changes, have those conversations. I'm ready to heal. I'm ready. I mean, I'm ready for a new life. And when I tell you I surrendered all that and I've stuck to it, baby, his hand has been on everything.
0: And that's what people need to understand is that when you give it to him and you let it go and stop trying to carry it all on your own, that's when you actually In all actuality, you see him moving your life because you can't see it when you won't get out the driver's seat because it's like you don't know where you're going. And when you when, and when you get lost, it's like you don't even want to accept the fact that you lost. It's like you lost, baby. Park, pull over, let him get get in the passenger seat and let him guide you back to where you're supposed to be. But so many people have a hard time coming to that reality and it's like they will they'll get they'll get as far as they can go and end up in the ditches of the trenches before they finally just let go and it's like that's the biggest thing you're not gonna always see him immediately when you ask but Mm -hmm. because he's gonna show up in different ways and sometimes he needs to move some things around in your life so that you can see him more clearly but you have to be obedient enough to let go and to move when he say move so that was beautiful i'm um i love that you shared that because I can't tell you how many women, especially, but being two, I've seen go through similar things to where it's like it was just hard. And I, I think that's just the human thing. Sometimes it's just hard for us. We have to. Because I always tell people, people like if you were if you were mature, mature or experienced or just wise enough to make the to make the real right choices the first time around, you would have. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it, but if it took you four times to get it you're not going to make it no more because now you actually get it it's founded in you it's a part of your foundation so you cannot beat yourself up because you you've been through a certain a certain lesson or experience so many times because obviously you weren't you didn't you weren't ready to actually get what it was you need to get and sometimes you have to really get pop, popped in the head you know it was <laughs> like when
1: you was a kid you know what i'm
0: saying so realize like when you go to school don't act up don't yeah. act
1: up it someone whooping by your daddy, and you was like, I ain't doing that
0: no more. Nah, or that with that switch,
1: like, what? yeah, don't get ready. Uh-uh. Nah. That's what it is, and it's just like you know, God gonna give you that free will, and He gonna He gonna let you like, okay, uh, exactly. I see. He sees everything, so it's not like you hiding anything from him. You, if you want to put him down and be like, hey, because that's what I used to do. A lot of people. God, I would have the conversation with him like. God, I'm about to put you on the shelf. I don't need you to be in the midst of anything that I'm about to do because I already knew it was wrong. But it was like, I just have to see this through. But then once I got tired, like a lot of us have to do, we have to get exhausted. Like, mm-hmm. I'm exhausted, baby. I can't keep doing And that's what, exactly where I got. I was tired and I was like, God, I ain't got no more. I'm tired mentally, physically, and emotionally. And that's the worst place to be. So it's just like, I need a little pick-me-up. <laughs> I, I need right. a reason to keep going. And it's just like, he met me there he didn't say okay Vanessa let me read you back the last 29 years of your life and you did this this and this I right. don't love you it was just like he he was there where I was and he loved Maybe. me just as much as when I was in the midst of the storm so it's just like mm-hmm. a lot of people think like hey when I get my life together then I'm gonna come to God and it's like no, no baby he wants you just how you is it ain't no when I get my life together because look at me if I would have just surrendered when I felt the vibe of okay this ain't for me where do you think my life would be so it's like we got to get out of that mentality that i have to come to god put together no Mm -hmm. come to him a mess come to him broken and in pieces and let him put you together
0: (laughs) because at the end of the day it's like it's life is a series of highs and lows so it's never it's not always it's always going to be a time in your life to where you are going through some type of something you know some type of lessons because life is about blessings. It's about growth. It's about soul growth. So it's always going to be something, you know, you may have those phases or seasons of just complete bliss, but it's going to always come back to ebb and flow. That's just the balance of life. You're going to end up going through a season of some type of hardship or something you have to learn or grow through. So it's like waiting on the, and it's like you said, but you see it's actually opposite too, because the same way you said come as you are, come in your, come in your midst. I feel like a lot of people have it to where, and, I, and I've done this in the past, to where you come in your mess, but then when he gets you, when he guides you out the forest, and you want to clear, you forget who got you there. Now, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, you, now you don't pray as much. Now, you you know, you know don't give, like, I was just chilling with my home the other day, and she was in this craziness for a long time, and just to hear her just I can't. I can't even tell you how many times she said, "Thank God," because she's in this place now to where like she's being blessed back to back. Cause she let go. It I was know. some things. She surrendered. It was some things that she should have been let go of for almost six years. We've been friends. I've seen her go through some of these things for like the past, if not longer, and she finally got to the point to where she let go. Like a you know a while ago, and now it's like a whole new chapter is opening up for her. She. Having a baby, she met a man that treats her like a queen. She's about to buy a house like, just beautiful, beautiful, blessed. And like, every other sentence she was saying was, Thank God, I don't, thank God, thank God, God is good, God is good. And it just it touched me because you don't normally see people give him that much praise when they're on the up. You normally see it when they're coming out of the bed, or you know what I'm saying, like when they're coming out of the storm. That's when you feel like, thank God, thank God. Which is, I'm not saying either one is wrong. I'm just saying I feel like just as much as when you're in your storm and you call on Him, don't forget to give Him that praise when you make it out. You know, if it's not,
1: with them millions and that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because people, because that, because that's a part of your story. That's your glory and that's your testimony. I'm
1: testimony and that right there can help the next person
0: exactly
1: that's the that's the generation we're in we're in the generation where people do as they see people it's oh a trend God. now so if it's a trend to praise God, and praise. God, yeah like if it's a trend to praise God and you see that somebody's watching you and they're like okay I'm going to give that man God to try because this, that, yeah. and the other. It, it's a trend to follow. It, we don't have enough leaders. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, <laughs> <speak on> it. <laughs> if we don't be some followers, we might as well follow the best leaders so that the rest will fall into place. So, it's just like,
0: let's, okay.
1: let's lead by example.
0: <laughs> lead by example. So, that was the perfect segue. Talking about trends. Okay, mm-hmm. let's get into because we talked about this for a little bit. Let's get on to spirituality in regards to this new trend that has started in regards to tarot reading. As you know, oh. everyone knows that I'm a tarot reader. <laughs> I've been I've been doing tarot for nine years plus before it was a thing before people even was when people used to do their stuff in the closet because they didn't want nobody to know. They, they people you know they didn't want people to think that was weird. Right. Like before it was an actual mainstream thing. Now it's such a trendy thing to where you get on uh, TikTok after eleven it's o'clock, everywhere. it's every other person is. I see I remember I saw one person with the um they had the little the little silver thing, little rise in their hand, and the rise that was like if the ride moves close, I bro, I was like, Y'all going too far. And I'm okay. listening, I'm not knocking anybody's because I mean they are are divination tools, but it's like, come on now. Cause if it was this many people that was guided in that in in nature. Where, where was y'all five, six years ago before it was a thing?
1: It's just a trim. It gets you views.
0: So let me ask you this because of course, you know, I'm, I can say I'm a very spiritual person. I'm open-minded to all um, walks of life. Um mm-hmm. I meditate. I believe in meditation. I think meditation is very important. It's like literally to me the beginning and the end of your know, your everything, because it's your breath, it's your groundedness, it's you literally connecting with yourself, which is connecting oh, okay. with mm-hmm. your your God. So let me
1: tell y'all some disclaimer right here for all my Christians, Buddhists, blah 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 meditation is not witchcraft thank you because you, t- you told
0: they me somebody said this
1: church to meditate they say it in the bible to meditate so all my people who grew up in the 90s that mama told them meditation is witchcraft get that out your head let me Please. Speak it to y'all because it is not witchcraft Please,
0: because at this point if somebody's telling you to sit down and quiet in your mind and focus on your breath it's witchcraft then we don't have no hope because, you know, because I'm like, what well, what, what I'm not supposed to do because also like you meditate when you drive, you meditate when you clean it, like you meditate whenever you're in a place to where you, your mind is able to be still. So, you, All y'all who
1: got kids, when y'all be, when your baby be sleeping in the backseat, y'all be sitting in them parking lot or before you exactly. go in the house and y'all sit in the car for 15 minutes. Talk about
0: meditating. it. That's a perfect, that's a great example. Yes. It's, I mean, no, and those are the things that bring you back to yourself. It actually is like your refresher. It's like rebooting a web page. So, it's like, um, I just think, I just want to put that out there. It's so important. And if you don't meditate, I just, I very much so employ you to at least give it a try. Just, Take out five, five, ten minutes a day to just sit with yourself. You know what I'm saying? Because it brings you so much clarity. And and more than clarity, it helps you hear the voice of God. Because when it's, like I said, back to static, when there's so much static around you, the only way to fine-tune that channel is to move the antennas. You feel what I'm saying? And meditation is like adjusting your antennas so that you can get back to that clear channel. And you can hear, and your discernment will be more clear. Your intuition will be more sharp. Okay, but... Um, on spirituality. What are some other misconceptions, or some things that you grew up thinking about spirituality? Because I know you told me um, at first you thought tarot was—you uh, thought what I did was witchcraft at one point because you didn't know the basis of what it was. Yeah,
1: so I I did. Uh, I heard,
0: but this word witchcraft is just—you know—it's um, uh—it's like it's tab. <laughs> at this point, it's so it's so taboo. It's like yeah, it's yeah. like. Uh, it's, it's ridiculous. Witchcraft. Everything. Somebody
1: told me doing yoga is witchcraft. So at this point, it's just like all right. at
0: this point. It, I mean,
1: we a bunch of Harry Potter's running
0: around. Girl, <laughs> um, Hufflepuff. House Hufflepuff. <laughs> all day, don't play with me.
1: <laughs> Turning ducks into birds, but <laughs> for
0: real, can't do nothing. But yes,
1: I heard. I heard that um, tarot reading cards was witchcraft. Um. Spiritual spiritual whatever spirituality, spirituality. Mm-hmm. was witchcraft. So it's just like everything that you represent. Let me say it that way. No, yeah, okay, that's good. Is is witchcraft. But in all reality, is it's the same thing as spirit, thing. you know, it's just it's this I mean
0: I mean because if you take spirituality and this is break it down real quick. You got spirituality, spirit you ality then now we take the holy spirit which is you see what i'm saying so if so if i'm taking my spirit and i'm focusing it on me you and i'm bringing that into reality by bringing like by invoking the things that my spirit tells you know following my intuition getting in touch with who i am how is that any different from the Holy Spirit moving the through? The Holy
1: Spirit that is in you—it's
0: <laughs> it's, it's literally you focusing on in that.
1: You, <laughs> and
0: that's what the Holy Spirit came to do is to show you what Jesus you, that you what you have maybe forgotten that Jesus said. So it's like, you know, let's let's like let's tie it all together here because yeah, there's really all one. There's so many divisions in this situation to where because I mean at the end of the day if everyone was to really tune in to themselves and tune in to the realness of the Spirit, then we will be an uh, unstoppable force. A lot of the things that are going on in the, in the world, in the government, it would not be allowed because you know, um, I forgot what this was, but it was like this group of people they used to come together and they literally used to come together and pray. They still do today, these groups, and they come together and they, and they all like a group of people, mass people, and they sit down and they all pray for the same thing. It could be somebody that's sick, it could be, um, something like maybe they want to like crops in their land whatever it is they'll all come together and they'll all sit collectively and pray and pray and sit for the same exact thing at the same exact time and they will always see it coming to reality because what well, he say kind of bring me back translating it back to the bible where there's two or more gathering like in my name and then translated it back into spirituality we're all a collective force we are all one so you have a group of people together focus on one thing it's going to become real you know what i'm saying and so it's like if we as a society all were able to tap into who we are and then we all got on the same page what so they don't i mean so i get i understand the balance of it i get why they don't want it to happen but i just thought i thought it was important to have this conversation because it's like some of these misconceptions are just come on now like i feel like some people aren't even trying to think about how it don't make sense they just like it don't make sense and i get it because some people are scared it's like it's like if all i know is this then i'm not even i don't have time to think about anything else you know what i'm saying i don't have time to even to do my research on other things i'm just going to automatically assume that it doesn't relate to me but it's like the things you're being so stubborn about or the things you're being so closed off about are the exact same things that can help you evolve Because we're supposed to evolve as humans, you know what I'm saying? The same way our parents didn't do, didn't probably, they were all, all the stuff we're doing, they probably did, but in a different fashion. It was very much so behind closed closed (laughs) doors. Exactly. And now we're taking it to another level and it's more open and it's more expressed. And and our kids, um, the kids that's coming up today probably be doing, man, they probably be on broomsticks, you know, by by 2020, by 2040, like, you know, you just never know, like it's because we evolve as people but um I don't
1: want to hear it though but back in the day if you want to be serious while they talking about what we do now is um witchcraft what was her name Miss Cleo
0: she got all y'all money <laughs> talk about it it's, it's she got and, all y'all,
1: y'all and for it
0: back then but now it's supposed to be on the flesh
1: honey. and now so it's a pleasure she rich
0: miss cleo was all and, and literally carry on until now to where we grew up here about her so she obviously made a mark
1: yeah you know what she what was saying? doing it wrong
0: <laughs> and my thing is how can m l and, and weight also coordinate it to the, the church what about the prophets in the church what about your pastor, who is supposed to be prophetic? How is that any different than someone who isn't in the church, but who is being led by God? Because everybody, everybody, like you said, going back to we all have different journeys. Everyone isn't going to go to the church to, to, mm-hmm. to you know what I'm saying, are going to go to that type of the type of environment to express whatever. That's not the case because there, there, probably are already people there. So the people for the people who don't go to church, they have to be led too. So there has to be someone in every area to cover everything. So mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I think about it that way, too. He, he, he's covering all his bases. So mm-hmm. it, even though it may not look the same, that doesn't mean you should look at it any differently just because it, it's not what you formally know as, you know, um, religion. Mm-hmm. So I we think gotta that's We
1: reroute a- our minds. We got to change <laughs> our we got to think outside. It's not even about thinking outside of the box. We got to get out of the box. Like
0: <laughs> uh, At this point, stand on top of it. Get Look, the get, see the whole view of the land. Yeah, take that
1: tunnel vision off and open it
0: wide scope. Yes. Like. <laughs> like, just think, I mean, my thing is just think about it. Like, I mean, you can at least hold space for certain, to, to think about certain things. And that's certain things that you just may not, they may completely just be out of your some you just your spirit may just continue, completely just not be weak, and that's complete. That's you. That's your. That's fine. But my thing is hold space for openness because you never know. There's so like the world is it's a big thing. It's a big world. So to think you have it all figured out or you know enough to navigate. To I mean I don't care how what age you are, you're wrong. You know because you ain't gonna reach a certain level of wisdom till you get old, old. So it's like you always have to remain open minded enough. To be able to experience everything that God in life has to offer. And just because, like I said, um, I don't, just making it clear, I am not a witch. I don't practice witchcraft. I don't do any of that. There are people that do those types of things, but I myself do not. Um, Mainly, what I look at tarot is it's a divination, it's a tool. The energy I have, the relationship I have with God, he uses that energy and he channels it in a way that I can clarify. The same way, if I, before I was using cards, the same way I would listen to someone what they were going through and I would be able to reply in a way that is healthy and in a way that is um, intuitive, in a way that is beneficial. You know what I'm saying? For them, it's the same way I, I'm able to do it with the cards I use. And so I just want to make that clear because a lot of people... I know are afraid of certain things like that because they feel like it's going to affect them in some way. And I mean, you definitely wanna be mindful. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and say you should be mindful because there are certain people out there that do move in different ways. That's just point blank, period. You know you would, it, yes.
1: That's no different than somebody the like in the church. Thank you. I was, just, for your
0: downfall. <laughs> I was just about to say that. There's thank you. That's no different than a pastor that's literally uh, in the back and molesting kids. Like, so you just have to be mindful of where your spirit calls you and don't go somewhere just because you see it's open and a lot of other people are going there No. know see if you really connect with that, that energy and you'll know you'll know about you'll know you'll know about how that person moves how they talk I, I can't tell you how many people that have come to me they're like i love your energy or I, I i knew the first from the first video that this is where i want to be like i promise you like they, it's just like it's a vibe and i always pray like god send me the people who who you know need me and the people who i can actually help and assist that's all because that's what i'm supposed to do
1: yeah, but um, that's, that's the people you're supposed to be with. But when he right. sends them, don't you know? Don't push them off.
0: <laughs> I know. Look, stay, I they
1: true. Stay true to who you are. You know, right? Because if he sent once he starts, you know, if he sends like a couple people at a time, and then when like you said, once you start getting bigger and he starts sending more, don't change up on them now. Don't change I mean, up. Like okay, I got this many people. Let me change the vibe. No, stay. True no, stay true you to who are. you are.
0: Like, stay what, true to what got you try- there.
1: Yeah, that's what got you there, being true to you. So it's like, yeah, that's so true. true to
0: yourself. That's so true, because a lot of people, it's so true, because even in music, when you look around at everything, a lot of people that get to a certain, certain level of life, you, it's like you don't even feel like that's the same person that you fell in love with, you know, Like, they, or they didn't change certain things about them that it's like, and don't get me wrong, we change as humans. You know, that life is about change. So, you know, you can't expect somebody to be the exact same, but you can at least expect them to have the same values. And, and if they really have those same values, they will always shine through what they're doing. So I believe, I'm definitely here with, you, here with you there. Like, stay true to yourself. Don't let the world change you or don't let the opinions of others make you second-guess how you do what you do, because kind of about to do it the way you do it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um. Okay, so we got religion, and we got spirituality. And the main topic of this conversation was to help y'all understand how both of these these places can be a benefit to your growth. But as long as you're willing to be open-minded, as long as you're willing to surrender and let go of the things in your life that may be distracting you from seeing the truth, because like, mm-hmm. I, and I'm like, I don't know if you, I'm. I hope you don't mind me saying this, but just even as like you said with your mom and how she, you, she had a certain point of view that she instilled in you, and it wasn't until she passed on to the, the other life that you were able to redefine that view for yourself. Do you get what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's. And let me say this, not in a mean way, but coming from the most up loving place. Mm-hmm. On this right here, this whole conversation, me personally, I'm not speaking for him. I'm not going to apologize for mm-hmm. if I step on some toes or if what I'm saying... You oh, know, I'm not really. either. But Because it's a conversation that's... Panicky, it's real. ...that's needed to be had, but no people, once again, are too scared to have it because they're, oh, what are they going to say and how are they going to feel? Mm-hmm. But if we would have had these conversations a long time ago and people would have held other people, uh Christians, Baptists, pastors, everybody accountable. Like you said, the world would be a different place. <laughs>
0: completely different. And if and none, if nothing else, it would be a lot more unity. Uh, just even if it was five percent, it'll be a little a more percentage of unity than it is division. Yeah. Because religion in it it really does separate a lot of people just because people and it's are just emo-
1: religion. Like what? Because the first thing, mm-hmm. what what are, what are you? What am I? What?
0: What you mean? I would take you go to you, Pentecostal,
1: you, oh, I just love God. Even uh-uh, when, even when you even when you,
0: marry. <laughs> you know how you go. How are you going to marry a Jew and you're this? It's like maybe love is love. We'll figure it out. Like yeah, you're
1: going to change your religion for him, or is he going to change his religion? We
0: not <laughs> right. You know, so it's. Like you said, I'm definitely not apologizing for it either because if if more people had the conversation, then it would be resolved. Like, but it's like no one wants to talk about it. So, therefore, it's like it just continues to be this revolving door of just ignorance, you know. And, like, I mean, as like they say, ignorance is bliss. And so a lot of people are happy to walk around blissful because they're they, they okay with it. But at the end of the day, that's not saving your soul. And that's just, and that's it, that's that's just the real the realness of it. Like walking around thinking just because you do A, B, and C that that you're you're headed somewhere different than the next person. Not only is that ignorant, it's also sad because it's like if, if you if you are if you are what you believe, you should want everyone to be there. So you should be able to connect with anybody. Like I don't see how you should you know what I mean. Like I just feel like you should. I can connect with anybody. Like I really can. Like, I don't can connect with anybody, and you don't have to because it's just from a place of love. And they're coming from a place of who, where you go, what's your religion? It's just a place of hey, I'm human, you human, I see you, I see. I you. That's like with anybody, but I might be a,
1: a bit much for everybody else. But once you, do yeah, you know,
0: that's you true, me too. Me. You know, and that's okay because I mean, if I'm a, if I'm a bit much, at least I'm not not enough you know As what i'm
1: saying say not enough at okay,
0: least i'm not not me. enough because i mean that, that's just underwhelming uh, if i if I overwhelm you at least you'll have some takeaway you'll be cool, in your car you life. gonna
1: remember me I'm gonna yeah like, okay. <laughs> you're gonna be wondering
0: like i wonder what she
1: be okay her energy yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: it's gonna be it's gonna be like that but
1: it's just like mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay
0: I get along, throw me in that room let me do it <laughs> i got you Okay, so what are okay, some, okay, this is the last subject I want to talk about. Um, What are some tools for healing? So for the people out there that are on their journey and they're trying to connect with God, or, the, or not, I, and I don't want to just say God, trying to connect with yourself. Because I, for one, believe connecting with yourself is the first step into connecting with God. Because the closer you get to yourself and being true to your values and your choices and decisions, that's going to help you get closer to him. So I feel like what are some things that you have used? I know we talked about meditation. Um, I definitely think if you yoga helped me when I was a child, and I was before I moved from Louisiana, I used to do yoga every day, and I, and I mean it really did change my life because it really just opened me up. Um, I think you. Oh, okay, because I know you had. Okay, yeah, go ahead, tell your tools. I know you just told me about one of the things you were trying, and I was proud of you.
1: One of the one of the main things to start with is. You have to get outside of your head that asking for help is wrong. <laughs> like, you have to get to a place where you can talk to people. You have to get to a place where you're okay with talking to a stranger. Even if therapy isn't something for you, go to a bar, <laughs> sit next to a stranger, to get you a drink, and talk. <laughs> get it out of you. Like, that's, that's the main thing. Like, whatever therapy looks like for you, do it we have to get to a place where talking about our situation and healing is okay like we're not shutting the next person up like if they tell what they're going through we whether we just sit there in silence whether we okay well thank you for sharing that with me but this is what I would do but we have to get to a place where we tell the next person it is okay To voice what you're going through. It is okay to ask for help. It is okay to get help. It is okay to go to therapy. Mental health is real. Mental illnesses is real. Whoever said that it isn't real, I don't know what world you're living in, but it is so real. So first thing for healing, just like a drug addict, because with healing, you is a drug addict to pain and you know your past. So the first thing is to admit that you have a problem. I have a problem. Admit it out loud in the mirror to your mom if you need to and then ask for help. That would be the second thing that I would do. So, you know, admit that you have a problem. That I mean that's and get right. the help. <laughs> that's that's where I would go cuz it was like I knew I had I was depressed, I knew I was filled with anxiety, but I grew up where I had to keep it on the hush because it wasn't real i was seeking attention so it's like stop mislabeling stuff and just let us express ourselves (laughs) right
0: no i agree i think completely the first step is admitting being real with yourself because there were certain certain i would say certain habits or certain patterns because if you really just sit down and analyze you can go to therapy and you can get go to coaching because those are great tools yes but even if you if you can't afford that that situation or those things or you're not in a place to where those are accessible just being real with yourself you know the patterns you know that the same three men that you have dated are the exact they they all do the exact same thing you know that you um continue to going out there and give your body away to certain situations and then coming back feeling drained isn't going to fulfill you you really want to you really want affection but you're settling for intimacy you know for um a quick fix you know that those those drugs they help numb um the emotions that you don't want to deal with eventually you're going to have to deal with in order to move mm-hmm. forward. You know, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like you you if you really just be real with yourself and say and like and think about the patterns and think about the things that are holding you back, you will ultimately realize there are At least you have a starting point on what changes you need to implement in your life or where you need to start. I I mean, I know for a fact there were certain things I needed to do. You know what I'm saying? And it's like you, a lot of you, of course, your your mind is going to convince you, your ego is going to convince you as best as you can that you're, because see, the ego wants you to stay the same. The ego wants you to feel safe. So whenever you try to, maneuver outside of your norm and switch things up and do better the ego is going to try to keep you in that place because it is comfort it knows it wants you to continuously act out or do the same things or when you are depressed have the same same coping mechanism so whenever you try to be better the ego is going to try to convince you that you're already good enough so you have to be stronger than and you know what i'm saying and really say okay if i want to change change is uncomfortable so if i if, you know what i mean you know so i want to yeah, actually that's tri-
1: the spirituality side as for the christians out there that's called the devil ego devil look <laughs> oh talk your talk talk your talk
0: <laughs> this is why it's called spirituality
1: yeah hand in hand, it hand, in it hand.
0: period and see that's exactly they were like oh the devil come back in oh because you know like just like um as soon as you finally you know yourself or start getting on your feet or starting to love yourself your ex start calling you it's like yeah. what You know, you know, or as soon as like you finally like you ready to let go of a certain stuff did somebody come around and offer you to do this or you want to go do this or it's just like. The temptation is going to be there, and we're in, a, we're, and we're of the world, and even though we're spiritual people, we're in, we're in this world to where it's always going to be available. So you have to be stronger than, and if you want to change, you're going to be uncomfortable. That means not doing certain things that you're so used to doing. It may be uncomfortable, it may be boring, it may be lonely, but the payoff is more rewarding because you already know what doing those things look like. You've been doing yeah. it for like, you know, you've been doing it for so long. It's like you you can look at your life and see what doing it does. So, but you can't look at your life and see what not doing it does or doing something differently does so it's like just really having an honest co- honest in the mirror conversation with yourself is important and so I really hope that if you don't use any tools hopefully you do a lot you know if nothing else meditation just being still but if nothing else have a conversation with yourself
1: like sit there or, ha-
0: <laughs> right. you, or and if you can't have it with yourself Talk to God and ask him to show you. Yeah, I promise you. But you gotta be you have let's see. I always you be ready? Thank <laughs> you. I was just gonna say you have to be eyes alert because when he show you, he may show you in a way that you did not expect him to show you. But if you're paying attention, just like a teacher in the class, if you're paying attention, you will catch it. But if you're not paying attention, you got to raise your hand and ask him to repeat that. And he gonna repeat it. And it may hurt. It is but,
1: gonna hurt, bad Right. Really when I tell you it's gonna hurt, it's and it's it's gonna hurt you so bad, you're gonna be sitting there like. Now guy, run it back.
0: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, you said what? Okay, so two times carry three divided by what? I'm <laughs> no, gonna drop the, the class. Answer. I'm gonna drop <laughs> the class. No, so it's it's real realistically, I. Like, what's that song? If you want to be somebody, if you want to go somewhere, you better wake up and pay attention. That is a real thing. You, you got that to do That is it. real. You have to pay attention because the signs are everywhere. He speaks to us in, in more ways than we were taught that he does. Just the same way. And my, hold on, hold on. Because this just came to my mind. How in the world? How in the fuck? Because we, <laughs> we have a customer podcast. I have to get one cuss word out. But how in the fuck? Can y'all call anything devil work or witchcraft when people be in the church speaking in tongues, which to me was the scariest shit huh? ever? It that shit so used to scare, scare me. I have a story about that. Please, baby. I had a feeling you did. Talk about it, talk y'all about it. Talk about
1: it. I don't want for the people who know if they ever listen to this. I love y'all, but y'all need to let people know, like y'all need to inform people about that. I went to a Bible study. It was at somebody's apartment. Just as a sidebar, church does not have to be held in a building that is labeled church. This church was in a apartment. And so we were in these people's house. This was my first time ever. They introduced themselves to me. Okay. Everybody was like, oh, you real powerful. I can feel it on you. This was my first time ever having a real, like it was supposed to be. Let me put it that way. was Mm -hmm. supposed to be my first time having an encounter with God. So I went with my friend. They started praying. And they were praying, and I had my eyes closed, you know, doing my thing, praying. And then next thing I know, they was just, in my head, they were chanting and screaming. And I was like, okay. And not only was they chanting and screaming, baby, they was pressing on people's stomach, telling everybody in there who wasn't chanting and screaming they was about to catch the Holy Ghost. That woman walked up over there, and I almost punched her in her face because she was trying to press on my stomach. I was like, baby, no, if this is what y'all doing, I don't want no parts of this because I don't even know what this was. And then after they all came down, quote unquote, the people who caught the Holy Ghost, they was like, oh, you're going to catch it next time. Not if you're pressing on my stomach and shaking me and slapping me. Mm-mm, I don't want
0: mm-mm. that. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I, I mean, I really don't know. And it's crazy because I remember one day I was helping. I was in uh, driving and it was this woman. It was white right woman, you know, you know, you know, all uh, people all around the world, and she was at this gas station with her dog, and she was like, "Can you give me a ride somewhere?" And I was just like, "You know, you just gotta like people driving nobody nowhere." I just, you know, you know how Dallas can be, so I was just like, uh, "No, no, no." and long story short um i had went in, i just went to walmart and got them some got, got some food and got some snacks and got the dog some snacks and i had brought it to her and she's like thank you so much but if can you really i really just need to ride up the street to you know this woot-a-woot. so i said finally like, fuck it so i let her and the dog get in with the whoop. and this woman was a mason i don't know if you know what masons or freemasons are but she was actually a freemason and um, as i after I, as I dropped her off she told me she was like i feel like she said i know you you try to speak in tongue but you can't and it was weird to me that she said that because in reality that was true like i at I, that at that time i was trying to see if speaking in tongue was real for me you know what I mean like you know like i said I'm, a, I'm an open-minded person so I was open to seeing if that was a real experience that I could have but I wasn't able to like just Feel it, you know, mm-hmm. but she was like, Um, yeah, I feel like, um, she, she kept saying that she was like you got it though she was like you definitely have it she said bless you she said bless you something she kept saying it which kind of scared me too she was like bless you 92 like she was like I was like what are you doing and she, was like, <laughs> she was like bless you 92 bless you 192 like I was, she was like yes but she was like yeah you try to speak you're trying to speak a tongue but you're not you're not you are not you are able to but you never learned to yet and so I was like so in my and a part of me feels like it may be some base to it but another part of me but the but the interactions I've had where I've seen it, it just doesn't seem I feel like it would be more spirit, it would be more calming if any you know. I've seen people do it where I've heard people do it where it was calming, not seen. I've heard people okay. I'm glad you,
1: you, know. you said that. Cause I, I I just wanted to speak on that. So me, I did catch the Holy Ghost and I can speak in tongues, but the way that it was portrayed and presented to me, I didn't catch it that way. Mm-hmm. I caught it alone praying to god and then i didn't know what i was saying so it's kind of and they i don't want to really speak on this because i really like even though i do have it i don't know too much about it but they said quote unquote i don't know how true this is they're supposed to be you're not supposed to know what you're saying because it's right the, you're not it's a defense for, against the devil. yeah against the devil for him not to say um know what you're saying but i have heard it in churches where they say that Speaking in tongues isn't real because you're supposed to have a translator. Um, but if it's supposed, yes, so that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of things within churches,
0: there's a lot of different ways, yes. So
1: it's like if you're supposed to have a translator, then basically the devil knows what you're saying. So it's just, I'm
0: like, like, what's it's it's not a
1: defense no more, it's just like Spanish. But it's (laughs) 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 like you know, so it's just like I have went to some churches where I feel like they use it as a show thing, like you know, hey, me like, yes, yeah, yes, Let me show thing. them what I can do because it, because I have realized once one person starts doing it, then everybody right, right come on, yeah. <laughs> but for me, I have to be so grounded and tapped in exactly. with God that it just happens, and I don't know it's happening is, yeah. and that's how I feel that it should be. I feel like some people can turn it on and turn it off, and Everybody's tongues, like the encounter that I've had, everybody's tongues sound alike. that's
0: thank you. From what <laughs> yes. I've heard, yeah, yes, yes. I listen to some
1: songs where I'm like, oh, okay, they tongues don't sound it's, like the tongues right. that I've heard. So it's just like, whose mm. is real and whose is fake. So it's like, when I did get it, I did spend a lot of time praying to God, like, don't elevate this. Don't. I mean, I'm not gonna use this. Like, I did. Okay. Say-
0: not to cut you off, but this has to be talked about because you're like the third or fourth, even probably the fifth person that I've spoken with and it, it, it literally kind of breaks my heart because you're another person I've heard who has kind of like brushed or banished away Their gifts because those things are gifts, and I've met people who've like said they have the gift of sight or they've they've been they used to have the gift of deja vu, like really, like like somebody I was with did, and then he used to pray, he prayed it away because he couldn't, he didn't want to deal with it, he didn't want to handle it. and To me, that's like the perfect metaphor of spirituality and religion, it's like people being afraid to open up to the possibility of how big God is, they'll rather keep him in this book because in this book they can open and close it at their own whim but in order to open up to the full capacity of who he might be it means to it means to be on your imagination because you got to also realize we can't see him he's he's within all of us you know he is he is this play he is all of this we can't actually see his face right now so it's like in order to open up to you have to you your imagination. you know it's part part imagination but you have to open up to the reality of all these different things. I feel like so many people are afraid of it to the point to where when they get close to it, to like to those close, because when you're speaking in tongues, when you are prophesying, when you are having visions, when you are, you know, clairvoyant, claircistence, clairaudience, all those different types of gifts, that's because you're close to God. So when people tell me that they, they pray those things away, it's just like, it it, it, it sucks. Because it's just like, why, 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 are we, why are we as a people so afraid of the of the possibilities that might come from our relationship, and and you know, it's like it's not going to just you know what I mean? Like it's surreal, because it's like if he made all of this stuff and he's all of this, and he he created the world, and he did all these beautiful things. That is, are you telling me that's not magic? And if you're not, if it's not, or it's not, and if it's not magic, then what, It's a miracle, right? Okay, so if we're all of him and he's all of us, why wouldn't we be able to perform miracles too? And why would be why would we be afraid to the point that we will shy away from those miracles? That when those miracles can help other people, so that to me is like a big thing because like it just hit me because like you're like when another person I've heard I'm just like who said that like, they pushed it away or they, they kind of they kind of banished it away because it was too, it was so powerful basically. And I'm just like, oh, it sucks because it's like that's not. We need more people to stand in their gifts, you know what I'm saying? So that we can, because those are like that's those are the gifts against the enemy. You know what I mean? Like those are the things that those are the tools. But if everybody's not, if everybody putting their tools away, and deciding to just pull out their scriptures, it's like that's good. But but we have that's not enough now because the enemy is using all their they they, they evolving. You know what I'm saying? They're they they're using their different arsenals of things that they have. And but like what come on? Well, what are we doing? We need more people that's gonna stand in these supernatural and these miraculous gifts that God is putting on their heart. And we need more people to understand that just because you're able to do things that the common person can't do, it does not make you different. It makes you unique. It makes you special. It makes you influential. It makes you necessary. You know what I'm saying?
1: Nessa
0: necessary. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow, that was a great way. <laughs> no, you you did it so quick, like you was waiting on me. Cause I was waiting on my moment, baby. Baby, and you took it, and I and I applaud you. I wish I had my clappers. <laughs> no, but, no, but seriously. So I want for me one thing. I do hope, and I mean, of course, it's, it's your world. But I do hope you eventually pray that back into your life. Because I told I told my uh my friend my ex the same thing. When he told me, I'm like, why would you do that? And, I mean, you never know somebody's mind or their spirit. I mean, I, I'm not even lying. at like sometimes my gifts don't overwhelm and scare me because they do. Because it does make you acceptable to a whole lot of different spirits. It, it's a lot. You know, it really is a blessing and it's a burden. You know, so I'm not going to even act like it's it's all pieces and roses because it does come with a, a responsibility. Absolutely. But at the end of the day, it's like, obviously, you're worthy of it or he would never even bestow it upon you.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? Get-
0: Everybody ain't got it. Everybody not able. Trust, and some people want to be, but they just, they're not. Mm-hmm. And so it, it it takes a courageous heart, a courageous heart, and courageous spirit to really do that. So I do hope that you you know you tap back into that because everybody you you see one was telling me ninety two one bless you. I yeah. uh, she was I couldn't get it. She <laughs> told you know, she told she knew I was trying, and I haven't you know that may that may not be for me. I mean, it may be you never know. But for if you if you're able to experience it, then you need to really use that. Because first now that you're back in the church. You know what I'm saying? Like, be, call me one day and speak to us so I can just faint. Child, I'm going to pass out so sweet. Ah!
1: That is not how it works. I don't know who. I, that's why. I guess that's probably why I hit it. Because when it was presented to me, it was that. And it was like, baby, I don't want to be pressing on nobody's stomach and screaming and making them feel the way I, I, I
0: feel. The, I, I don't know. If the, I ain't never heard the pressing on the stomach. I just thought it was more baby, so.
1: they were pressing on. And it wasn't like a it's not. I'm not saying like I'm saying, like, a prep like me walking up to you and punching you in your stomach. That's why I almost punched that lady because when she was doing I, it, I,
0: I, punch out the demons? I'm, I'm I don't
1: know. That's why I'm saying I closed my eyes for five seconds saying, Thank you, Jesus, and opened to them screaming and pressing. <laughs> and she scared me. And I, I saw her coming my way, and I said in my head, God, I don't want to knock out your servant, but I will.
0: And if
1: nah. I got to get it that way, I don't want it. But no,
0: but I don't think you because you're not, I you're I, to me, you're like. The type of person that will punch somebody in the stomach off the jump. Mm-hmm. So I don't so, yeah, so I mean they I don't know, like you said, some people do stuff in chauvinistic ways, but at the end of the day that there was a situation that was in the house. Maybe they were just so comfortable in that environment that they just wanted to, you know, rough house a little bit. Um <laughs> now,
1: I wasn't the one, the two or the
0: three. So. Listen, <laughs> up here. But no, I think you should because I mean I, to me I always looked at it as like you're praying for someone, but you're praying, like you said, against the enemy. So you're praying in a way that it's a protected, it's a it's a elevated, protected prayer. That's the way I always assumed it was when people speak in tongues. It's like an elevated prayer that's so anointed that it, it, it literally, it's only God, literally only God's ears can hear it. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, when you speak, even even though know, people can pray in their mind and there's nothing wrong with it, there's, I do a lot. When you speak it out loud, it does have more weight when you, when you put your words out there. So speaking out loud against the enemy because they can't understand it, to me, it's just like an elevated prayer. So that's always what I thought it equated to. So, I mean, in, in that sense, if you're able to do that, then, I mean, you are opening up a ministry. You know what I'm saying? You are opening up an organization. You know, maybe you can be prepping over your children. What's are talking about. So yeah, that's just something to think about. Just something to think about. Since you want to be necessary, I know, <laughs> necessary. since you want to be necessary, it's necessary that you use that
1: tongue. So unnecessary.
0: <laughs> Listen. But I love that. I didn't know this about you, so that's pretty cool. Yes.
1: But it's, okay. It was like I said, it was scary, but it, I mean, it, it can be. I haven't lost it. It's just like, like you said, when I'm in my prayers and I feel it, I can, you know, I shut it off. So mm-hmm. it's just one of them things. I know when I'm getting deep into my prayer, I'm like, all right, God, that's it, Amen. That's we, I'm <laughs>
0: don't push me too
1: much. Yeah, I'm jumping up out of that one quick. You, you got everything, all right. All
0: right, cool. Nah, Same but yeah. time tomorrow. <laughs> nah. How often do you pray? If you might, you don't mind sharing.
1: I try to do two times a day. Okay. I try to do, but I mm-hmm. do a lot of um. I wouldn't call it praying, um, talking. So I like I have conversations with them all. Day. Yeah, like open dialogue. Yeah, like a regular. Cause I I focus hard on oh you got to be in a quiet place on your knees with your eyes closed, baby. That don't work for me because I got like underlying ADHD and I'm in a
0: place. You know what I mean? I feel like when, you, when you're when going throughout your day and you, like, just like when they like, back to the Bible, like, when you're walking towards him in the water, you know, you get distracted, but you keep your eyes on him, you're going to make it through, and that's just throughout your day, there's a, a million things that can distract you, but going throughout the day, being able to have that conversation with him and tap back in with him, that can keep you grounded, you know what I'm saying? That can keep you naked, and that builds that relationship, because it's like, he gets he, he used to hearing your voice, hearing your call, and you relying on him. So then he gets used to responding to you. So I feel like a lot of people need to hear that too. It's consistency. Like, it, just like with any relationship, if you call somebody every three weeks or every time you're in trouble, eventually they gonna, they going to think twice about it. They're going you know, not want to pick up, or they're going to pick up and be like, uh huh, I already know what you want. But when you call them consistently and you connect with them and you're wholeheartedly and you're asking them how they're doing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because I mean, I asked y'all, like, how you, I hope you're good. My angels, my ancestors, like, I hope y'all are blessed. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's not all about me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hope y'all are good, too. You know, so it's like, when you keep this, when you keep that open dialogue going, it does help you build relationships. I know a lot of people don't, are having, I know people are struggling with building relationships. That's what a lot of people I feel like are struggling with it. They don't. They want to know him, but they don't know how to know him. They feel like because they're praying, they should know him. But it's like it's deeper than praying. You have to first know yourself. So you have to first take those steps towards being a better you. Because once you're a better you, you'll be able to understand your whole purpose of wanting to connect with him in the first place. Not just because you're in trouble or because you're confused about where you are in life.
1: And I also read somewhere... I don't even remember where I read this the other day. For all my people who think meditation is witchcraft, it talk says... It. <laughs> it. Pray, it. When you pray, it's you talking to God. And when you meditate, it's God talking to you. Hey, so hey, you pro- he probably is hearing you, but the fact that you're not meditating and getting grounded and sitting down somewhere, hey, he can't talk to you. So you, don't, you. That, you got that one-sided relationship. You got to... You know, incorporate
0: that meditation. I love you. Cause you just <laughs> this is why I wanted to do this with you because the way we bounce off each other is just it's fucking magic. But you know, I love it. I love how you just said it because that is true. When you pray, you're talking to God. When you meditate, you have you're quieting your mind, you're silencing your spirit so that you can hear a voice. And I'm not saying you're gonna hear, Hey, how you doing, sweet lady? <laughs> like I, you know, I'm not saying you're gonna hear his direct voice in your mind, you're gonna hear your voice. But it's going to, and somebody asked me the other day, they said, how do you know what's your ego and what's your intuition in your mind? And I said, the way you know is because your ego, once you think of, when your ego is thinking thoughts, it will always be thoughts after it. It'll be like, well, you'll, you'll be second guessing it. It'll be, oh, well, this, oh, well, that. But when your intuition, when God is speaking to you, it's it's going to come as a clear Thought it may come out of nowhere. It's gonna just be a clear thought. You're not gonna think nothing of it It's gonna be a clear thought and that's how you know, that's the voice of God That's how you know, that's him speaking through you when you just think when it's a clear Voice that you don't have to second guess. You don't even think to second guess. You just accept it That's how you know That's that's the difference between your ego talking this talking your mind those just rumbling thoughts and then that's And and then when God is actually discerning some information So if you have any issues with that sitting down and praying part meditating it will silence all of those egotistical thoughts that come up in our mind every single day and once those are silenced then you'll be able to actually get to the root which is you know god and you'll be able to talk to him so i'm glad you brought that up too because it's like you asking for answers but you ain't sitting down to receive them you still mm-hmm. you still doing the same things you just pray he will take away expecting him to just like teleport somebody away from you or teleport you to different realities, it's like no, he has a plan for you, but you have to sit down long enough, be patient long enough for him to explain it to you. You know what I'm saying? It's like if, if people just come back to the reality that God you, God is within you, then you'll realize it's not about looking to the sky for answers. It's about looking within for answers. That's the That's the key. It's, you know what I'm saying? That's the essential key, looking within, because he's talking to you from within. And he sometimes, and of course, he talks with you from without. But if you're if you're grounded from within, then you'll be able to see the things that are, are in your reality so much more clearly. You'll be able to see his communication outside of you clearly. But when you ain't grounded with, within, it's like, if, if I can't get the message directly to the sender, I'm damn sure I can't send it to the neighbor and, and hope that the neighbor you know, put it in your mailbox because you can't even get your, your, your each together. So it's like... Tap in with yourself, y'all. Tap in with yourself. You owe it to yourself. If you can talk on the phone with your your, your home girl for two hours, you about can sit. Drama.
1: About, about,
0: about drama. About bullshit. About
1: drama. That's
0: gonna
1: take
0: away from mm-hmm. you. <laughs> if you can sit on social media for thirty minutes to an hour in other people's lives when they and they don't give a fuck about or freak about what you're doing, if you can do all of that, then you definitely can set aside five to ten minutes a day. To just sit in silence. And I don't mean, I know people have kids, people have jobs. I know people, it's not always that simple, but there's always time when you're taking a bath, whatever. There's a moment.
1: In the shower, that one moment.
0: Right. There's one moment where you can sit there and you can just breathe and you can just not think. Try not to think about nothing. Just try to just focus on the moment. Be in the present moment and just accept and appreciate the present moment because that's where your power lies. You don't have power in the past because it's already happened. You don't have power in the future because it's it hasn't been done yet and it's, and things can change. Things can shift. Your power is in the present. So please take that away from the situation. It's just live in the present. And meditate, and surrender, and let go, and work. Be honest. Be, be accountable. Work on yourself. Like what you mean? You can't expect God to just do everything. Like me halfway. We like gotta
1: do something. Faith without works is dead. You no,
0: know? like you can't expect. You say you want you want this you want this type of lifestyle you want A B C D E F G but you ain't even you you can't even get that nigga out your house. Like you know, like you can't even. Take a moment. You, like, you won't even sit down and try to meditate. You won't even try. Oh, affirmations. Because um, affirmations are beautiful, too. Because a- actually, I think if you are new to meditation, affirmations can help you go into um, meditation. Because you can literally just affirm to yourself right now affirmations. Like, I like to meditate. It can be as simple as that. Or I am still. I am calm. I am receptive. Writing down those type of affirmations and repeating them to yourself every day, it will help
1: They're, you. They, uh, they yeah,
0: do. it rewires your brain. So it helps your brain get into this, basically get information formation for what you're trying to do so once your brain is down in formation then you could just then you then once you sit down and be still you really are more ready and more prepared than you think you are then you know because you mean you've been preparing yourself for it so if meditation is hard for you because i know a lot of people do have adhd or it's hard for you to sit still then i would say just try affirming yourself every day like repeating certain affirmations that you want to be real you know and or visualizing visualizing yourself meditating like those things help rewire your brain because it's really all the brain it's like the brain is a computer it's really just reprogramming your brain if your brain can can actualize actualize it your spirit can connect with it then you're good to go it
1: is it It, 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 i mean it it works telling yourself i'm actually about to get a tattoo on me that says i am and it and
0: finishes Wait, wait can we okay Okay, this is a sidebar kid, but can we do this? Can we do that together this weekend?
1: We actually can. Oh, I just wanted—I already got my spot picked. That I am.
0: It's <laughs> nine nine. It's nine on nine. That's all about completion. Oh my god! I'm excited. You know, I'm gonna do. No, I'm. To, I'm serious. doing that this weekend. I'm gonna pick okay. out. Oh, I'm excited. Okay, I gotta pick out my spot. That's perfect. perfect. And for y'all that don't know I am. I am is literally like it's literally like the the precipice of anything you want to do. It's literally saying like I am, and then every you're every because we are everything. We are all connected, we are all one. So that I am is like the statement of just anything you want to do, anything you want to be, anything you want to experience, you already are. So all you have to do is call it towards you, and it's yours because I am you know what i'm saying so that's i, I loved it because all my affirmations start with i am i am because <laughs> that's that's the, it's so it's so much power behind it and if you're if you're into spirituality you already know like it's so much power behind those two words um so yeah that's a bit that's a bit that's a bit um okay so yeah, we are we are reaching our mark and then because we just ended on 909 i feel like we are complete um is there anything that you want to add before we close up this episode?
1: Um, that would be it. Y'all's homework is to get to know yourself. Mm-hmm. Get to know yourself.
0: My B y'all know homework. <laughs> <laughs> y'all love it. Yes.
1: Get to know yourself,
0: you know. I love it Get to know yourself. Okay, well, that's the homework, period. Get to know yourself for extra credit if y'all love y'all shining stars, then I'm going to need y'all to go ahead and try to at least meditate. Um, if y'all don't already, if you do meditate, I'm going to challenge you to meditate um, for 15 minutes a day, at least three days a week. If you don't meditate at all, I'm challenging you to meditate at least five at least five minutes a day. At least set aside five minutes and try to just focus, take long, deep breaths, Because a lot of people, we're so used to stressing, or so used to worrying, or so used to thinking, that we don't even realize we're doing shallow breathing we're shallow breathing. So our breaths are really short and really quick. And when you're breathing like that, you're not letting in any new air. So all this old trapped air is in you. So when you take those deep elongated breaths, you're actually clearing out the old negative dirty air and you're allowing new fresh air to enter your body. And when you do that, you're opening up space because that's how spirit connects with you to connect with Everything around you, so when you meditate, just kind of focus on your breaths and take long, deep breaths. And I think we'll do a um episode on meditation just to give like because I know a lot of people like how do you do it, but that's just like a tidbit on how to start. But yeah, that's your extra credit. But if nothing else, just get to know yourselves. And we appreciate y'all, I appreciate you, Vanessa. Y'all, I, y'all, I hope y'all like her because she's gonna be back, back to me, to me. Today. we got a lot of episodes for y'all for real though. we've been planning this for a minute and i'm super excited because i just noticed I, i'm just excited this whole conversation just, I, I feel like i'm gonna have to go back and listen to this and get knowledge you know what i'm saying like that's I can take notes <laughs> see you know what i'm saying like that's a real one like there's so many things like it was so many gems that were dropping i'm so appreciative because i know god i feel it i know god was in this in this space so um Get used to her. She's gonna be here. Hope y'all like her, and if y'all don't, oh well. Get used to it. Because um, I'm ben- I'm
1: nessa necessary.
0: Yeah, <laughs> no, you you playing but that's what I'm gonna put your name is though, as, on this episode, that's fire. <laughs> necessary, like your it's, it's necessary that you're here. <laughs> that's fire, bro. Okay, so, yeah, we're going to tune it out. Um, if you don't already, please like, subscribe, and share. Um, I appreciate you all for listening. I hope that you all are blessed. And namaste. See y'all next time. Bye.
1: Bye.